Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Friday, May 1st, as we are a, a week. Now, I can't believe the draft has been over now for a week. Well, we didn't complete it until Saturday, of course, so almost a week there. Time is moving rapidly. Thought the month of April went by really fast. Month of March crawled by, didn't it, with everything going on around the world. Regardless, we've got a lot going on we would normally have rookie minicamps around the NFL this weekend and next weekend. Of course, we do not have that. But we do have uh, still reaction to the draft. We're going to break down as we take each and every conference. We've taken uh, the AFC East, the NFC East, the AFC South, and now we're going to get to the NFC South. And we'll continue um, a conference each day in detail breaking down each and every pick as well as some undrafted free agent signings and tell you about uh, what we think of it of course the more detailed breakdowns can be had over at landryfootball.com where you get breakdowns of each and every pick signing Um, we've got all the latest news and notes inside our notebook every day we're going to obviously give you a look an early look at the 2021 draft uh, recruiting boards on the college end uh, we're going to do roster analysis on the college and pro teams. We've got a lot going on, a ranking of coaching prospects, a lot of things. Look, there's going to be a football season. We're going to prepare you for it, and you're going to be better prepared than you ever have been. And that's why we invite you to join us at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. Less than $5 a month, you can have access to your own scouting department um, and spread the word. We can't get to everything here in this podcast. But that's why we always encourage you to combine listening to this podcast as well as the college podcast with a membership to LandryFootball.com. And in making sure that you're getting it to your phone each and every day, what you need to do is sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Wherever you um, listen, go to you for your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, what have you. So make sure that you do that. Hey, I want to, again, brag upon our good friends, 
the folks that are responsible for us doing this podcast, allowing us to do it, giving it to you for free, our great friends at 401k Generation. They're licensed in all 50 states, and they can do that because they are the experts, the very best, at helping you understand money management, investments, helping you make sure you get onto your track to your financial goals. Get your no-obligation consult with them. Give them a call. Give them a text. Learn what they're all about. Go to LandryFootball.com. On the left side, click on 401k generation. Learn more about what they do. Get on board with them. Get your financial checkup. Um, Like you get your medical checkup, make sure that everything's okay. Make sure that you do that. It's really important. I think it helps to reduce stress. It helps you to prepare for the inevitable of your financial future. So get in touch with them today. You can call or text them at one 866 998-5879. Once again, that's 1-866-998-5879. And a reminder, if we can help you promote your business, we can absolutely do that. Just go to contact Chris and um, send me a message and we'll get uh, get TJ in touch with you. If you got a question that you want me to address on the air, we can absolutely do that. So... Send it to me. Same thing. Contact Chris on LandryFootball.com. We've got a couple questions we're going to get to from Kevin here in just a bit. But the latest news and notes around the league, interesting, and I've heard this before. I speculated that this might be the case, but I didn't know that this would be the case. I speculated that it might be just knowing how the league works. The NFL, as you know, is going to be putting out their schedule next week. I think it's May seventh or May ninth. I'm not sure. Um, I think I think it's I think it's seventh, eighth, and around that area. Um, should know that. I think uh, I think by Thursday or Friday next week. Um, they're considering if the college season is postponed. They are absolutely trying to build in some options, some flexibility in their schedule release to move some games to Saturday, depending on what the NCAA decides. So you could be seeing a Thursday night NFL game. You're already seeing that, Monday night games, and you see Sunday night. But you could see Saturdays. I'm told they would even consider going so far as to have like a playoff level setup, like they'd have a – Noon Central game, a 3.30 Central game, and a 7 p.m. Central game. A triple header is something that they would look at doing uh, on Saturdays. And it certainly would be great for the league and give them exposure and give fans something to look forward to. I think, and I've said this before, I don't know what's going to happen. I would say that the chances are that the NFL would have a better chance of succeeding with getting a season going than would college football. Less complexities, although there is some. And I'm not saying that they absolutely will. I'm just saying that their chances are better. We shall see. But the league would be in a better position organizationally. And the league would take advantage of that. Uh, the league would say, look, we're, 
we're going to give you TV something that, um, you know, you can benefit from. And, and if there's no college football, then that would be something they would do. Now, let me say this. This is not what the NFL wants. Look, the NFL is, I think we know that it is not going to be packed houses this football season. We're not going to have it a normal see, a normal football season. We, it's already abnormal in how we prepare for it. But college and NFL, we're not going to see the normal packed houses. Just not. Um, and it may be more of something that we bide our time television-wise. And, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm still hopeful that we have a college season. And the league hopes it does as well. Because there's not a college season. That brings about a bigger mess that they got to deal with, with player eligibility, evaluating players for the draft, that we even have less tape. Less tape on those guys than ever before. How do you deal with that? that that's, a, that's a real big conundrum there, and one in which they'd much rather have a normalcy of a college season and, and, and the NFL have, you know, more money at the gate and whatnot. But if they don't, I think the NFL's ready to provide as much football for the nation as humanly possible. Well, the biggest news of the day yesterday, not surprise, but it was the biggest news, was Andy Dalton's release. Now, you know, there was a lot of discussions about, and, and certainly from a pure football standpoint, Andy Dalton potentially starting and playing Joe Burrow behind him was something that was viable. But what made that not realistic was taking on the $17.7 million cap hit by keeping Dalton. So um, while it makes some sense to ease Joe Burrow in, particularly in this downtime where we're not going to have true OTAs, keeping Andy Dalton not in something was – was in the cards just at that price. It just wasn't. So he's gone. Now, where does he end up? I do think that there is going to be some consideration of putting decent money offer in by Jacksonville. I think there certainly makes some sense. Um, You've got Jay Gruden as the new offensive coordinator for Jacksonville. I think having him with Gardner Minshew would make some sense, a lot of sense. Dalton could come in and, I mean, he knows that offense, Colt, Jay Gruden's offense. So that would make the most sense for anybody, and I think they would pay a little bit of money to have him. There is the New England talk out there. I think New England will have an interest. I don't know how aggressive New England's going to be. So we'll see how that plays out and how, um, not ready to handicap it, but I think that those are the two we need to look for. Maybe someone else will emerge in the mix, but right now that's what I'm hearing. Some other news around the day. The Saints agreed to terms with Marcus Hunt. A little bit surprising. 33-year-old hasn't done anything really in terms of creating any sack pressure for the Colts last year. Um, He's, you know, a guy that was drafted, speaking of the Bengals, pretty high by the Bengals. Um Age is caught up with him, doesn't move very well. I, I don't think the chances are very good he makes this roster. We'll see. Seahawks, 
They're content to wait out Jadavian Clowney. I think they're interested. The length of the deal, the market, in-house physical, all those things are still hurdles towards getting a deal done. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Also in Seattle, they tell me Chris Carson, his hip, is expected to be ready for week one. The word came out recently on that. Um, They're not quite as certain with Rashad Penny and his availability with the ACL coming off. Uh, They drafted DJ Dallas, so we'll see. Um, Carson remains in the driver's seat for the lead duties, but we'll see. Uh, They obviously had some insurance there, um, and we'll see where where things shake out. Uh, K.J. Wright, Will Backers recovering from a shoulder operation, and um, it's not a serious shoulder. It seems like a cleanup. Uh, They drafted Jordan Brooks, but going on 31, Wright is – been on the weak side for a while. They're clearly looking at him. That's such an important part into their zone coverage looks. Um, why they invested a high pick on Jordan Brooks? Maybe a little too high. We'll see. But they like their guy. Over in Tennessee, they signed Sonoris Perry, formerly of the Bills, to a one-year contract um, yesterday. He turns 29 in September. He's carried the ball just 11 times in his career, totaling 33 yards, no touchdowns. Um Special teams, kickoff, punt returns. That's where he's going to have to do any. If he does anything, that's where it's going to be for the Titans. The Dolphins wave tackle Charlton. Cut last offseason before latching on with the Dolphins. Um, They had not much of a pass rush. He was a healthy scratch most of last year. Uh, The Bears signed Deshaun Gibson, Gibson, formerly of the Texans, to a one-year deal. Um... They've had a revolving door. They have the Bears. Uh, Adrian Amos walked as a free agent. Ha-ha, Clinton Diggs filled the spot last year before going to Dallas. They lost this offseason. Gibson's turned 30. It's been a replacement-level starter the last couple of years in Jacksonville and Houston. He's got 23 career interceptions. The Cowboys wave uh, Chris Covington and D.J. White. Uh, Covington was a six-round pick in 18 and appeared in just eight games for the team. Only 29 defensive snaps. White was signed as a reserve future deal after the season ended. The Bears signed Ted Ginn, formerly of the Saints, to a one-year contract. Ginn turned 35 earlier this month. Received no real interest on the free agent market. The Bears released Taylor Gabriel earlier in the offseason. Been looking for some speed out. Ginn fits that bill. Fits that bill. Gone from Drew Brees to Nick Foles to Mitchell Trubisky is going to be an interesting downgrade. Uh, obviously... The Saints have made a couple of moves. Uh, They're hoping one of their young guys comes free. They've signed a couple of guys. And then, obviously, Emmanuel Sanders. So, um, the chances with Ted Ginn. Uh, They got more out of Ted Ginn. Uh, I told Sean Payton when they signed Ted Ginn, what are you doing? I don't see that fit. He got more out of him than I thought he he would and could. Um, The Panthers signed Michael Schofield, formerly of the Chargers, Broncos. To a one-year contract, most recently with the Chargers, 29. Started all 16 games for the Chargers last year. Played the fifth most snaps um, among all right guards in the league. He graded out, um, you know, 43rd among 82 qualifiers. Um, you know, did a, um, a solid job in his pass protection. Seventh-year pros done a little bit better than I thought he would. In the league, um, the Redskins declined uh, Reuben Foster's fifth-year option. 
Played 16 games for the Niners at a high level during the 17-18 season, but he struggled to stay on the field since. Racked up two-game suspension for the 49ers and a torn ACL uh, since July of 18. Hadn't played a game for Washington. If he's healthy and back to the pre-injury form, he could get a shot to start under Coach Rivera, but as a declining player and declining that 2021 option was a pretty easy call for him. The Chargers exercise Mike Williams' fifth-year option. Made all the sense in the world that they do that, of course. Um, they uh, got a, um, you know, you look at him, he averaged a lead, lead high 20.4 yards per reception in 19. Makes a lot of circus catches. Um, gonna curious to see what they do. Justin Herbert's not ready. Tyrod Taylor's going to get the start. We'll see where this goes. Um, we'll see what they can do. Um, you got, you think about big play guys in the league, Tyreek Hill and Tyler Lockett and uh, Tyrell Williams and Gronk when he played and Chris Godwin. Those are the only guys that are in the same boat, same class as Mike Williams as yards per catch. So he's been a very productive player. Uh, also with the Redskins, I wanted to mention, <clears throat> just some discussion about Cam Newton and where he might go. Um, you know, Ron Rivera was asked about him. And I'm sure he's thought about it. He said he's thought about it. But um, I think it depends on circumstances, he said. Um, they never consider taking Tua. They're going with Haskins. I think that Cam wants to excuse me, to go somewhere where he can compete for a number one. And there's a health issue. And getting a physical, that's the biggest issue right now. Uh, over in Kansas City, they, of course, exercise the option on Patrick Mahomes. Now it's on to getting a long-term deal done for him. The Bears restructured Nick Foles' contract. New deal's a three-year contract with $24 million, uh, with $21 million fully guaranteed. The Chargers hired Pep Hamilton as a new quarterback coach. Most recently, were served as head coach of the D.C. team in the uh, XFL. And, of course, there's Stanford and Indianapolis prior to that. Um, and so that's a look around the league. We um, are going to get to a look around the FC South and their draft picks and their draft as a whole. Starting with the Carolina Panthers. Derek Brown, Gross Mattis, Chin, Pride, Robinson, Roy, Stanley Thomas Oliver, all defensive players. All seven of them. All eight of them. Seven. Um, solid pick. Derek Brown, high-end run defender, can create some push. Gross Matos can rush the passer. He's not been a dominant player, but a solid player. Jeremy Chin is really athletic. Curious to see how they play and where they play him. Obviously, it's safety, but he's a box safety that can do things, can do linebacker things in nickel. Um, Pride has got really good speed. Not great at tracking the ball. Um... Robinson protects as a guy who can cover the deep part of the peel. Um, trying to look at their signings. They signed Omar Bayless from Arkansas State as an undrafted free agent. Competitive guy, not doesn't run very well. Um, 
going to have a hard time making the team. Have to make it as a team's guy. Uh, Florida International corner Stanley Thomas Oliver uh, converted Wyatt out. Uh, very productive player on the ball. And creates good pressure. Force fumbles. Plays in the backfield. I like his size and athleticism. Instincts are a work in progress. Uh, Bravian Roy at 184. Uh, got one of his own guys at Matt Rule. Uh, just a fire hydrant, plug, 6'1", 335-pound guy. Wasn't invited to the combine, but very disruptive player. Kenny Robinson came over from uh, the XFL. Um, 152nd overall pick. Two-year starting free safety at West Virginia before he's kicked out of school for academic fraud because he's only three years removed from high school. was a draft eligible despite playing in the XFL last year. Played some uh, corner in college. Needs to be more physical against the run. <clears throat> Obviously, they looked into his off-the-field issues, were comfortable enough with it. Tony Pride of Notre Dame that we just kind of alluded to, 5'11", 193. Um, he's had some trouble playing the ball, as I mentioned, but he's got elite turn and run speed. Athleticism, aggressive, and man-to-man coverage. It's what they see in him. Jeremy Chin, um, you know, it's interesting because they were rumored, Carolina was, to take Isaiah Simmons. They didn't. They took Jeremy Chin, which in some ways a lot alike, a guy that's really versatile. Uh, a slot corner turned safety is a powerful hitter, is Chin, uh, against the run, effective as a blitzer. Uh, a high-level special teams player can be valuable covering tight ends. Um, and I think he can play some linebacker stuff. So, an intriguing guy, no doubt about it. Gross Mattis, um, arm length, first-step explosion, good, high-impact starter in college. Um, he's got to develop his pass rush moves, but I do think that it's a solid pick and could become an effective player for them. Um, you get Gross Matos with, with Brian Burns and Stephen Weatherly off the edge, now Derek Brown, kind of building that defense is what they needed to do. And, of course, Derek Brown started immediately, given the losses of Gerald McCoy and Dante Poe. This was a high-value pick, but in a lot of ways a need pick for, you know, a guy that had value and a plug-and-play starter in a spot that they absolutely needed. Uh, and so that's what they got. Tampa, interesting with Werfs and Winfield and Keyshawn Vaughn and Tyler Johnson and Khalil Davis and uh, Chappelle Russell and Raymond Calais. Traded picks 14 and 117 to the Niners in exchange for picks 13 and 245 to make sure that they got Tristan Werfs to be the right tackle for Tom Brady. He's coming off a career year with the Hawkeyes. Um, I think his technique is pretty good. But he's got really good athleticism, good power, a little short-armed, but they really like him as a plug-and-play right tackle. Anton Winfield, son of Anton Winfield, former Minnesota safety, really good-looking player that can run, can cover, versatile, playmaker, great on the ball, um, got a little bit of Tyron Matthew in him. Vaughn is a solid zone runner, decent speed and burst. He gets what's blocked and a little bit more. Johnson, 
He's got really good separation. Um, he does a good job with contested balls. They signed Boise State's guard John Molson, 6'5", 317. Um, Zone-blocking guy with versatility, good strength. Um, Raymond Calais, 5'8", 190-pound guy, change of pace back. Um, A guy they think can do some things out of the backfield and be that type of speed back that Brady's had at his disposal. Chappelle Russell, Temple linebacker, three-star recruit out of high school, played quarterback. Coming out of high school. Um, Will Backer the last two years. Um, little show to stack, a little slow to stack and shed. Um, doesn't have great play strength, but smooth athlete. Balanced feet. Good contact balance. Can feel pretty hard. Khalil Davis, the Nebraska defensive tackle at 195. Twin brother of Carlos. One-year starter at Nebraska. His athleticism and motor are pretty good. Needs to develop his pass rush technique. Tyler Johnson, three-year starting slot receiver. Like the way he uses his hands. Makes plays in traffic. Um, Doesn't have great bursts. But again, I think a good possession receiver. It will help with the talent that they have, the speed that they have. Keyshawn Vaughn's a very good back. He makes defenders miss when running downhill. He's got good vision. He's got enough wiggle. Um, he's, he's got an opportunity to help this team. And, of course, Winfield, again, um, the injury history is the only thing with him in size. Instincts, competitiveness, quickness is just outstanding. And Worfs, again, is a disciplined mauler that can really help early. And, uh, again, they need him to be a plug-and-play guy. Over to the Falcons and their draft. A.J. Terrell, Marlon Davidson, Matt Hennessy, Mikhail Walker, Jalen Hawkins, Sterling Hoffrichter. A.J. Terrell is one of the few cornerbacks in the class with some really high-end movement skills. The reason why they took him, that was a need pick, but pretty good value. He needs to be better at the catch point. Not crazy about his ball skills. A lot of talk about how he got killed by Jamar Chase, but He's a good player. He's going to be a starter, has to be a starter, and I think he'll be an effective one. Davidson is a tweener. He's got flexibility. He's very impressive. Um, I think he's going to need to bulk up and kick inside. I think he can set the edge against uh, the run outside and rush and nickel, but I think that's where his future is going to be. Hennessy can play on the move. Um, I worry about him being a little high cut holding up at center against power. But, you know, I think he can play center and guard. I, I think he's a good, solid player. Jared Pinckney was signed as an undrafted free agent. Tracks the ball pretty well. Uh, needs to make some improvements as a blocker, but an active player. Sterling Hoffricker, the punter from Syracuse. Look, the guy has got a great leg. He can kick off. He can punt with an explosive leg, um, can be a weapon. Absolutely expect him to make the team and be their kicker. Jalen Hawkins, the Cal safety, highly recruited wide receiver out of high school. Um, Ten interceptions over the last three years. Below average tackler. Too many gambles as a free uh, free safety. Um, 
special teams guy that I think can really help them on teams. Mikel Walker, um, captain two-year starting outside backer at Fresno State, rotating edge rusher, inside linebacker. Size is going to prevent him from playing on the edge, I think. Um, he's got adequate speed. We'll see if he can make plays in space. That's what they're hoping. Matt Hennessy, again, is an intriguing guy. He's quick out of his stance. I thought he showed some ability to mirror edge rushers, but he's going to need more strength to handle pull uh, power guys. Uh, an average starter type guy. He's going to have to sit, learn behind Alex Matt for a year. I, I don't know that uh, he's a big impact guy, but I think certainly a make it guy. And then Marlon Davidson rotated between being a stand-up rusher, hand-in-the-dirt guy, raw strength, can win, win with the rip move. He's, um, you know, he's he's doesn't have great burst around the edge, uh, but he's a rotation guy. And then Terrell, of course, again, um, you look at him, he's he's got good toughness, a little bit of a, a project to some degree, but still a really good player. And, again, going to have to be a starter for the Falcons. Hopefully for them a very, very good one. And then wrapping it up with the Saints with only four picks, Cesar Ruiz, Zach Bond, Adam Trotman, and Tommy Stevens. Um, Juwan Johnson, Marquez Calloway, Calvin Throckmorton with some key free agent signings, undrafted free agent signings. Ruiz is a guy that you got to really study hard. Uh, he doesn't fall step. He doesn't miss. He's smooth. He's a pro's pro. What they're thinking with him is – I don't know that Larry Warford makes the team. I think that with McCoy and Ruiz, Warford and Pete, they've got four interior offensive linemen to play three spots. But remember that Pete's the first guy that they move out to tackle if there's an injury there. So they've got some security. If if Pete has to go out to tackle, then Ruiz, McCoy, and Warford – gives them three quality starters. Now, beyond next year, I think Warford may be gone. But this is really important in this Saints blocking scheme. And when their offensive line has been hurt, man, have they struggled. That's been their weak link. So you have to look at it as it's versatility inside because Pete gives you versatility to play tackle. And I think that's that's important to know and understand, particularly left tackle if Armstead goes out. So some may question the pick. The player is rock solid. Make it a very, very quality guy. Um, the Saints traded pick number 88 in the third-round pick to Cleveland for pick 74 and 244, jumping up 14 spots. They got Zach Vaughn. Played the vast majority of defensive snaps on the edge. He projects as an off-the-ball linebacker, Will and Sam. Quick hands. Um, Adam Troutman, he traded uh, picks 130, 169, 203, and 244 for the Vikings for pick 105. They took Troutman. Um, he's a complete tight end. He's got really good route running ability, after catch ability, and he's got uh, some inline strength. Didn't have any picks on Saturday, um, but they traded back, got Tommy Stevens. Um, He's been a bit of a mess as a passer. 
made a lot of turnovers, but he's a big guy. He's athletic, and I wonder if they think that maybe they can make him into the next Taysom Hill. Uh, Jawan Johnson, the Oregon receiver, is an interesting guy that they signed as an undrafted free agent. An impressive athlete that's going to have a hard time making the roster, but 6'4", 230, see if he can do anything. Joe Bashy, the Michigan State linebacker, is an aggressive middle-of-the-field defender, solid blitzer, uh, decent athleticism. Tony Jones, the Notre Dame linebacker, uh, three-down ability, doesn't run very well, going to have to be a special teams key guy. Uh, Malcolm Roche, the defensive tackle from Texas, uh, a little small for a full-time role, but a rotational guy that moves pretty well. Marquez Callaway, the Tennessee receiver, vertical threat, um, developmental project guy. Again, Tommy Stevens, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they might do and develop him athletically. Um, Adam Troutman, four-year starting tight end at Dayton. He was initially recruited as a quarterback and outgrew it. Really physical. Thought he did a good job at the Senior Bowl as a run blocker. Showed some polish as a receiver. Um, he's not going to start ahead of Jared Cook, but can he play some? Can he help? And can he step up if Jared Cook goes down? Zach Bond can play Sam, can play Will. Um, very productive rusher, hybrid edge guy, rush off the ball. Um, needs some technical refinement, but love his versatility. And again, just to emphasize what Cesar Ruiz is, he wins with first step fluidity and quickness, patience, body control, really shows good pop as a run blocker. And I think he's got a quick set as uh, a pass blocker. You can play him at center, can play him at guard. Um, they've got good versatility. So I like what the Saints did. Now, the key is got a little depth, got some versatility. But the key is that they can stay healthy. It's going to be an interesting year um, for uh, the NFC South. Very competitive division. Uh, but that's a look at the NFC South draft. So we've now done the East. We've done the South. Um Let's see what we will do next. Um, I guess we'll go with uh, – we'll go AFC West next, and then we'll go NFC West, and then we'll get to the North. So AFC West it is. We'll talk about AFC West draft class uh, on Monday. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend. Oh, let me get to a question here that Kevin has. Says uh, Chris Collinsworth expressed concern about Brandon Ayuk, uh, with the 25th overall pick. I, I'm not familiar with Collinsworth. With Collinsworth said that that really doesn't uh, don't pay much attention to that. So I really don't know what he said. Uh, he said something about an injury. It's not an injury, but the lingering psychological issue. I, I'm really not quite sure what what he said or meant. There's nothing there um, that's an issue with him psychologically with his injury. Um, there's there's nothing there that was in the pre-draft uh, stuff. Now, I, again, health-wise and re-injury is always a possibility, but I'm not quite sure that uh, I didn't hear the comment and really don't put any stock into it. There's, there's really nothing there. Um, Kevin also has really good line of scrimmage teams that have methodical offenses but don't really have dynamic quarterback play. Wouldn't they benefit the most from having a slash package? 
few teams that come to mind are Minnesota, Dallas, possibly even San Francisco. What are the requirements for a quarterback slash fill-in? Someone who can get to the edge fast and do some basic roll-off, bootleg, pass-play option. Um, well, first of all, you have to have an offense. I mean, you could say a slash package. Um, it really depends upon what type of offense you're running and what type of blocking scheme. You know, I think if you're an aggressive, unique, creative offense, you can do certain things. I, I don't know. I mean, that's not what Kyle Shanahan wants. Kyle Shanahan's that's built around the run game, and Dallas is as well. So I'm not quite sure that's as big of a fit for those teams. But what you're looking for in a quarterback slash fill-in, you you know you you you're talking about maybe a backup quarterback, but to me, where I would have it is the third quarterback. Your backup quarterback, you first of all, what you need from the quarterback is quick decision makers, toughness, durability, versatile athletic skills. I don't think you can risk your number two quarterback for the slash roll. I mean, if 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 you've got a number two quarterback, depending upon who he is and how much experience he has in the league, to absorb the game plan which is what you have to do in preparation for every game as a number two quarterback and a number three to a certain degree. But you've got to absorb it with minimal reps. Now, if you're going to take a lot of reps as a slash guy, meaning you're going to be running back, you're going to be slot back, you're going to be direction out quarterback, you're going to work special teams, you're going to do all those things. Well, now, if you've got your number two guy in that role, you're increasing the chances of the guy getting injured, which – then it becomes a disaster if your number one quarterback goes down. Then you're all the way to your number three, and then you're in you're in a mess. So ideally, you want to have your number three guy, that is the slash guy, and your number two guy, that can be. You're you're prepared to run the game in the game plan if your number one goes down. So that's how I look at it. Um, I don't think that's. You know, um, I, th- I think having your number two guy doing some of that it can be risky. And then, let's see, what else? Uh, were you somewhat surprised that Lloyd Cushenberry wasn't off the board until the 83rd pick? No, I wasn't. That's uh, 6-0 value, but an interior offensive lineman, no. That's going to be a gap skiing lineman. It's not going to be that high on zone blocking uh, team's board. So, didn't surprise me at all. Hey, some good questions there, good thoughts there from Kevin. Hey, folks, um, a couple of things, a reminder. Get on over to LandryFootball.com. Get caught up on all the ladies. We'll keep you up to date all weekend. Anything going on, any movements, um, players talking with teams, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Jadavian Clowney, anything that goes on with anybody, we're going to have it over at LandryFootball.com. Uh, as well as we're getting uh, working really hard on a lot of stuff the roster breakdowns, and um, 2021 draft. A lot of things going on at LandryFootball.com that you're going to get excited about and enjoy as we prepare for the football season, the inevitable football season at some point, somehow, some way, we're going to have it for you. Uh, so make sure that you check that out today and take advantage of our scouting season offer, which is uh, fantastic, less than $5 a month, gets you insights into your own NFL-style scouting department for less than $5 a month. I mean, can you? are you kidding me? Uh, so it's not 
just a website that you're going to get with the same type of information anywhere else. So check it out today. You're going to love it. And um, those who are members can vouch for that. We can't cover everything in this podcast. That's why we encourage you to add LandryFootball.com membership with it. Also, check out the great folks at 401k Generation for all your uh, financial advice, money management advice. Make sure that you're on track with your financial goals. Give them a call or give them a text today at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. You can learn more about them at LandryFootball.com, 401k Generation. Uh, no obligation call or text. Find out what they're all about. Get your financial checkup today. No obligation phone call or text, one 5879 And if we can help promote your business, we'd love to do that. Uh, give us a call. Give us uh, Drop us a line, rather. Contact Chris at LandryFootball.com and we can make that happen for you. Make sure you're getting this podcast as well as our college podcast to your phone each and every day by signing up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcast. Hey, folks, be safe. Have a great weekend. Um, We're off and running in the month of May, and hopefully we'll know a little bit more about where we're headed towards the remainder of the offseason and look ahead towards the season. So uh, check it out. We'll, we'll guide you through it, all of it. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Pro Football Show as well as the College Football Show, SEC Football and beyond. So have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll talk to you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.